1: of radio she's not masturbating to those pictures of like your of probably of, not of your dad probably right? not but also what i'm saying is it's more of like a I need to see what i'm working with yeah yeah you have to make sure it's not just an acorn that is fucking <laughs> you know glued <laughs> I, to the bottom I, of I your torso. That. You know? welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show
0: Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Jay.
1: Yeah, you got it right that time. Third take. Third take's a charm. Like the first time we, for some reason, Jay's microphone wasn't working. Second time, he goes, Super Movie Brother Jay?
0: A <laughs> like a question mark at the end. Yeah, because I was like, uh, God damn it. How I was many stumbling times over this? my words, and it's been a couple weeks since we recorded, so. Damn it. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been two. But look, <laughs> weeks. it's been a long time since I've fumbled. It's okay, because I used to fumble all the time in this previous like first fifty episodes or something. It's the
1: two weeks. Me and you have been off for two weeks yes. uh, because I went and uh, my wife had a bye-bye. So if you've been listening to uh, the the you know the previous. You know, replay episodes, you know, that uh, Lauren had given birth to baby Grayson, and mm-hmm. he it's two Beautiful weeks Beautiful boy. He's settling in just fine uh, and and all that stuff, because some people have been asking me, how's the baby? And it's like, well, I'm not going to tell you the baby's bad, so baby's good. I think he's good. I don't know. He eats. He sleeps. He shits. We change him, and that's pretty much his routine right Damn, now. Traditional he, baby. He doesn't have to have a personality yet. You know, I mean, I'll let you know. And when, he, when he becomes a little dick, I'll let you know when he's
0: being a little dick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's bound to happen at some we'll, point we'll keep you honest dave we'll yeah. keep yeah
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll stay honest so i mean but but having a baby's not the only thing that's that's changed i mean jay in the two weeks now has a place to live yes. he's no longer a basement dweller
0: yes in his I parents' am, basement. uh officially moving into a condo in two weeks excited for that a little scary a little exciting i'm uh definitely anxious to kind of I just want it to be done and over with. What I just ex- don't want to experience this whole process of moving.
1: What I'm excited for is like we talked about it in pre-roll. So I like, like
0: helping people move. If you, I'm, I'm used to doing that shit. But <laughs> if you if you want to join our Patreon and you can hear the pre-roll conversation
1: that we have before the show, then please do. But mm. uh, we, we talked about in pre-roll. What I'm very excited for is the fact that your little black book, you know, uh, is is going to be completely refreshed. Yeah, yeah, you're you're. But well, you you said you're gonna, throwing it I'm out. Gonna,
0: I'm going to turn the page. You're yeah. starting you're starting all fresh, new ones. Fresh new. Yeah, all new absolutely. ones
1: all new ones i'm excited <laughs> i'm excited for me and lauren to vet new women it's gonna <laughs> be great it's gonna be great yeah, time
0: time to start. Uh, there are times where we have been truly awful to the women that you have brought to us. Well, in, behind closed doors. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not to never to face. their face. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
1: depending on how drunk we were.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe a little bit to their face, but yeah, we we've I've unfortunately brought some girls into unco- uncomfortable get-togethers with with you guys in attendance. Yeah. Unfortunately, and yeah. of course, sometimes I didn't know this. Well, we don't know after how to
1: we don't know how to treat them because it's like, is this right. serious? do we do do we do we want this to go anywhere? like you know and, and, then, yeah, we, and like, then we have to decide whether we're making that decision yeah. for you. <laughs>
0: You're like, Jay relies uh, on us for so yeah. much, but <laughs> so, like, that's should, true. We, should we tell him and, what's and, a good relationship and, and what's not? And I was a little upset when, like, I find out way after the fact, after we break up, like, about, like, a little quirk that you have on one girl or another girl. Actually, it was two different girls I they can recall. But um, I was like, why didn't you tell me that then? You know, but whatever. Either way. Because we're good parents, Jay. Either way. Yeah. We let you make your own mistakes. <laughs> We're here to pick up the pieces. (laughs) Guide along, pick up the pieces, brush me off pat me in the ass and let me because uh, we progress. So me,
1: me and Lauren have been raising children for like n- not even it's true. Even before Logan, we started raising our first child, Jay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this is this is like my first day of college. You know, yeah. I'm I'm getting uh getting out <laughs> getting, <laughs> getting out. out there getting out
1: there. I can't wait. Can't out. Can't wait. Uh-huh.
0: But uh, so
1: this is this is uh this is a big episode for us, and I don't mean big like in that it's monumental. No, it's gonna be fun. Don't get me wrong. Sure. We always have fun. Uh, but.
0: We got a metric fuck ton of fucking movies to talk about. I have reviews, um, but really quick, let me just say, we will try and keep it tight, as tight because as possible. Because you know we are actually starting this podcast very late for very us late, yeah so we want to keep it a little uh, so
1: we do we do have some movie news to go through uh sure. we got a bunch of reviews to do in what are you watching so you and i are both going to talk about palmer we're going to keep mm-hmm. that to like a five minute ish review i have psycho gore to talk about which uh i was very remiss that that came out while, <laughs> while i was in the hospital mm-hmm. uh and couldn't really talk about it uh on the show so i'm gonna i'm gonna be doing that but that's gonna to be five minute ish review i also watched uh shadow in the clouds with chloe grace moretz which is a red yeah. box original movie yeah, so yeah, i have a five minute ish review for that as well that and then you and i are coming together come together right now over me which is what jay always sings when he's in the circle jerk oh that's in true. the center come together right now
0: (laughs) over me as you're just jerking two dicks off. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, this is not Patreon. Keep it clean.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But... (laughs) You and I are coming together and we are going to do a, a sort of a, sort of a longer form review for Judas and the Black Messiah, which uh, yes. deserves a longer discussion.
0: Indeed. And I will be touching on uh, also the new releases of Malcolm and Murray and Nomadland. All right.
1: And then, of course, uh, we have news. Jay,
0: it's time to get
1: into what
0: are you watching? What are you watching?
1: What are we watching? He's trying to watch some illegal channel. Always oh, watching. Go pass this, past this part. In fact, never play this again. Alright, in the interest of keeping things tight, Jay, let's get started with something that we watched together. Mm. You and I watched Palmer.
0: That boy. That Sam. His mama took off. He'll be staying with us till she's back. You know you're a boy, right? Yeah. In the hours that I know. Do you know when my mama's coming back? He's gonna have to go in the system. There's something seriously wrong with that kid. Would you send me free? How did you end up in prison? Don't matter. I did what I did. Book of what you did today. To Listen to me,
1: son. Kids are mean, especially when they see something that they ain't used to seeing.
0: You ain't nothing but a criminal. You got no right looking after any child.
1: Now this mm-hmm. was just at the beginning of our hiatus, so this this film came out probably about three weeks ago. Yep. Apple TV Plus yep. original film starring my wife's one of my wife's mm. hall passes. She has several.
0: Oh, my hall pass too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, With f- it for my own self. Yeah. My <laughs> wife practically has a baker's
1: dozen of hall passes, but uh, sure. it's, it's my in box. Justin Timberlake, um, and this sees him playing a recently released prisoner who moves back in with his grandmother and finds out that there is a family living in the trailer on the property that pays rent to the grandmother and there is a little boy who is different than other little boys uh, but he is in need of some parental structure and this unlikely man Palmer played by Justin Timberlake is going to be the one that without even knowing it is providing him with that structure. And before he knows it, they, 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 they are building a, and as well as the
0: boy giving him some structure as well, post jail. But what I love is, is
1: like this, this movie takes place in this vacuum, in this, in this moment of Palmer's, you know, changing of life. Um, and it, it ends outside of that vacuum, outside of that cocoon, outside, yeah. like, you know, it very much brings him back down to reality very quickly. It brings mm-hmm. you back down to reality as a viewer because you spend so much time throughout this movie falling in love with this little kid, falling in love with, with Palmer, falling in love with this process and stuff like that, that you forget that there's real world struggles going on outside for both of these characters, and you are starkly reminded of that in one scene towards towards the last. Uh, you really do, the film. yeah. And uh, this movie, it, well, I'm not going to say it made me outright cry because I, a lot of movies make me cry. I teared up, and I really felt a lot during watching this movie
0: like I, I I did as well and um I I actually did I I welled up and and tears f- fell down maybe it was it was towards the end and you fucking it's, little bitch but it's no. be- <laughs> it's because of the great uh character development and especially you know the chemistry between uh, Palmer and Sam and 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 the little boy writer Alan who plays Sam is is just so so strong and so sure of himself and so quirky Unapo- and, and unapologetically 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 flamboyant
1: and never once apologizes for no, it. Doesn't and
0: see any reason to.
1: There's a scene that happens in the trailer where it's an
0: issue yeah. where
1: where you know Palmer's like yelling at him uh, about wearing wearing a certain costume for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And and he's just like little boys don't wear out. What what are people going to say? He's like, then I'll be the first one. You know what I mean?
0: I such a great comeback.
1: Fucking love it. Uh, he's oh, it's why he's talking about joining like that. That in that that the
0: club the the,
1: the right the, the fake universe My Little Pony club right. right the fairy princess club and he's just like little boys don't do don't 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 join this they don't do this and he's like then I'll be the first one you know just like with all that confidence in the world just staring back in the adult telling you that you can't be this you can't do this you shouldn't do that and he goes why not you know like. And like that level of confidence, mm-hmm. just coming from a child, it's like I, I sound boastful and braggadocious, but like that that is in my child. That's in Logan. Like I see that yeah. in Logan all the time. I know
0: I've known. Luckily, I've I, I've known many children like this from working at Woods, and and um. Because I have, a, I have a friend filter. who's like that. Her child is is very much like that as well, and I love that I'm drawn to people like that I, I love seeing that because I don't have that within myself no I don't either <laughs> you know? I think I did when I was a very young kid a little bit and I, I quickly I got I think out about of that how many much- reasons But
1: I think about how much time in high school I spent hiding the fact that I was a nerd, like, like hiding the fact that like I loved Star Wars, I loved movies, uh I loved you know, Uh I loved fantasy, I loved sci-fi and stuff like that. I spent so much time hiding that stuff from people that you know, that was all stuff that I did behind closed doors. I didn't have friends that I talked about that with. It wasn't until I I was a junior or senior in high school that I found people. I was like, yeah, where I found people were like, they're not going to judge me for who I am. They're Mm -hmm. not going to judge me for what I like or for what I do or anything like that. So like seeing that in a little in a child at, at, at oh, such a young age and stuff like special. that I'm just like it's gonna suck for you at some point kid like I, I just want to like reach in through
0: the screen well, it's and tell going them, to be having struggles up right. ups and downs his whole life life's gonna suck for you at times it really is right but believe me you You're stay, gonna live it to the full you
1: stay steadfast into this person that you know that you are mm-hmm. and it's gonna get better Oh, and you 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 will change the world around you because you won't accept anything uh, else. A hundred
0: percent. And you're going to have a more fulfilling life as well. For sure sure and you don't even realize this it. movie yeah I, I absolutely loved
1: this movie I don't I'm, I'm not saying it's like a perfect movie Um, it's definitely it's not, not um, it's, it's definitely
0: slow it's I got think pacing they put issues they put
1: too much mystery behind Palmer and what he did to land in jail without
0: a, the payback right a and, payoff, and, yeah. and
1: they they put a lot of there's a payoff for it because the friend who betrayed him that wound him up in jail does pay him back at some point however it is such okay, a plot sure. device that
0: it's like didn't it bring anything out? Re- original exactly. when when, when the, the story between the two of them was so powerful where that crutch of the plot device yeah was just so weak you know it just was I, so noticeable you know I it was not feel necessary within the structure
1: i also think it would have been helpful to see who palmer was in prison
0: a little bit i, I you to need needed him to have as like a gruff you needed to have a little bit more of a reference of Right. You know, the past with him I a need, little bit more.
1: I like it's it sounds weird, but like I, I know it's more realistic this way, but I almost needed Palmer to have more of a rough exterior, more of like PTSD from being in prison and stuff and seeing yeah. that wall get taken down more.
0: Yeah. Uh he Yeah, he, and all he did was smoke was, and drink. You he was know, kind was of a it. solid guy. Yeah, I know, I know. Before I, I he went you. to
1: prison, in you. prison, and when he comes out yeah. this the, this little kid brought out something in him that he didn't know that he had but he was just kind of like this solid guy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he was he was? Everyone has an uncle who went to jail, and if you don't, then you're not living life right, or at least your uncles didn't live right. <laughs> and then on
0: the other side of the coin, Juno <laughs> Temple went full boat, druggy, bad shit, batshit mama.
1: I never realized she's she's got a forehead.
0: Like a drive-in oh, movie theater. She does. It's, she's <laughs> got like a steal a lot, but she kind of has that like a like she's Olivia a, Wilde type of forehead. She's got kinda. a
1: six and a half head. Like most of us have four heads. I've heard of five heads. She's got a six and a half head. That, that I hair, love her though. She's such I know, a great. She's actress. so good. But that hairline starts way in the back of her skull. It's it's very strange. Yeah. My 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 child has has a hairline that's better than hers, and he was just born. So, <laughs> but no, I I love this movie, Jay. Uh, real quick, we're running a little bit long with yeah. this again this is another film that if you don't have apple tv plus it's still not worth it for you to pick up apple tv plus for this alone
0: um alone not yet. yet i mean definitely check this out when you can whenever that may be yeah Whenever that is, but um, don't go out of your way.
1: What do you got for it?
0: A minus. I got a minus a- for me.
1: I got a B plus for it. Okay. So yeah, I I really enjoyed it, but I I, I sat on it a little bit and uh, thought I, about it, and I was like, it's great performance from Timberlake. Great yeah. performance from I think from this kid. I think
0: the message was so strong, and and their chemistry was so strong, where like I I really had to really it it, it worked for me, and I wanted it. I feel like it's must watch. It's a must watch film in many aspects. And I I want people to see this. Let's face
1: it. Apple TV plus isn't worth it until there's Oscar buzz for one of their things. Right. Because I it,
0: guess they don't they don't have content,
1: but that's clearly the movie that, that, that that's clearly the movies that they're going for.
0: All Next, right, uh, for
1: Palmer, A minus for you, B plus for me. Yep. Solid film. If you have Apple TV plus and you slept on it, get on it. Uh, Apple TV plus it it'll slowly get there, or it'll die and fold into one of these other streaming services. Well, they
0: have out. more money than anybody in the world, so <laughs> they're they're not going to go away because they're not spending an overt amount of money. You know, they're they're picking and choosing their products. You know, they're not just throwing a shitload of stuff out onto the wall and seeing what sticks like Netflix. They're know? the
1: indie version of Amazon Prime, which is already sort the of, indie, which is already the indie version of Netflix. It's, it's just <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's I, I mean, I don't know. You said tight. You said tight. So let's sorry, yes, yes. <laughs> let's move on to one of
0: yours. All right, Malcolm and Marie. You are by far the most
1: excruciating, difficult, stubbornly obnoxious woman I've ever met in my entire life. I fucking love you. Oh, he's so sensitive. He's romantic. Betty's sweet, right?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. When he's not being an emotional fucking terrorist. Oh. <laughs> this is uh, on Netflix. This just came out. It's a two hander. This was shot during the pandemic. Just like
1: my dick. <laughs> two hander. <laughs> you wish. Yeah, oh, it's true.
0: No, true. We talked about it. I'm lucky. A gr- I'm, a,
1: I'm a grower, not a shower. But like when it grows, two hands, please.
0: <laughs> Damn. I, don't, I only get that when I'm lucky. When I'm like, extra. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. My, I'm kidding. My blood is pumping extra. But anyway, um, John David Washington Zendaya. They Zendaya are Zendaya. Whatever like Mary Jane Watson. Whatever you want to call her. Mary Jane
1: Watson, Euphoria, the star,
0: You've Madonna. Seen it. No, um, yes, absolutely, and True, Sam but Levinson, really,
1: really, the star, because Zendaya is fucking killing it these days. So she
0: is, no, she really is, and, and and Sam Levinson is the one behind Euphoria, and you know this is a very sleek black and white shot, two-hander, as I said, post awards. No, I'm sorry, post opening night. Because he's a director and his film just came out. He's hyped up. She's
1: not It's autobiographical fiction. Yes.
0: If you look into it, this is Sam Levinson's like autobiographical fiction. He does not believe that he does not admit to it but there's way too much proof behind that
1: well there's always been the adage you write what you know right like you and that are too. like, and, like that
0: too. and they address it that's the pro- that's the problem with this movie cause real quick it's so pretentious To drop
1: a little bit of a plug you write what you know our good friend mark dickerson has written a book
0: art farm Yes, this is true.
1: You write what you know.
0: Congratulations, and, Mark.
1: And it's a and it's a bunch of artists from, from different mediums coming together, and it's sort of a dark comedy and stuff like that. That is Mark Dickerson. You write what you know. And uh, believe me, I'll be plugging the shit out of that book because I am getting myself a copy. I'm going to be reading Good. it. And uh, Mark deserves all the praise in the world. That's he that's does. one of the reasons we haven't been doing movie cocktails is because Mark hasn't been here. He's been writing that book. He's been locked down in the pandemic. His wife's a doctor. Yeah. Once I mean, we're able to get a young get, kid and movie cocktails, we decided is a face to face type of endeavor. It so, is. uh, we all need to be in person for that, but it is. Uh, uh so congratulations, Mark, for writing your very first novel.
0: First of many, I think first of, I I could see that talented
1: motherfucker. He's written a comic book. He's written, he's written a, he's written a a book. He's gone and he's directed many films. He's, he's directed tons of short films and stuff like that. He's truly a guy that has a dream and he's fucking living it. And he's one of my good friends. And it's weird to say like, I'm proud of somebody, but like, Hmm. I'm proud of him. Hey, Jake, don't worry, I've told you I'm proud of you too, buddy. So don't I was, I,
0: was trying, I was trying to think when you said that to me. I don't think it's ever
1: happened. You just got yet. your own place, and I'm proud now. I'm proud that you're a homeowner. Yes. I'm fucking proud. Mm. Proud papa. Mm. Proud mm. papa. Mm. Because mm. I got a new baby and now my, my
0: other baby's moving out. <laughs> oh.
1: But anyway, <laughs> uh you. uh Marie. Yeah, Donnie and Marie. That's yes. the name of the movie? Donnie. <laughs>
0: Malcolm and Marie.
1: <laughs> Malcolm and Marie. That's right.
0: So this one was a disappointment for me because I think it was just so self-aware of itself. Disappointment
1: and to everybody, from what I've heard.
0: It be because first of all, you you don't need. To, you can stop watching it after the first twenty minutes. You get it. It's just a literally a couple arguing about every little fucking thing that you could think of between which, a relationship.
1: Right, but which we've loved before. It's that's the thing. It's it's. Before midnight, right before midnight, before sunrise, it's, before sunset, like all these movies, they're the fucking script, great.
0: The script is fucked up. It really is, and it and it's, it wants to be smart, and it's just not. And you know, and the way they bring things up, and it's so wrong because it's, it's a white writer talking about a black you know, director, a black director, and in that kind of voice, and it's and it's just so. Not right or accurate, and, and it's just very off-putting. And they they get into disingenuous
1: critics. sounds. They they sounds get into yeah.
0: many different aspects of mental health and uh, relationship dynamics, and just it's it's just toxic in so many different kind of ways. Uh, it's boring. It gets to that point where oh, it becomes wow. boring. Wow, because it's just too much, and the, and the performances can be somewhat elevated to grand now, grandiose levels let me ask you this because and one of the big
1: criticisms of this movie coming from criticisms you hear that that's the fifth beer sounds like me yeah that's the fifth beer hitting, like yeah, <laughs> that, that, fifth beer hitting. Uh, now one of the criticisms of this movie was zendaya's age and john david washington's age and and is that something that
0: comes up in their arguments
1: is that addressed that uh, they're that they're so, so vastly no, different in age no 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 i think i think because they're, th- they're nearly 15 years apart in age no
0: see all right, so I got into a Twitter rant about that a little that
1: bit. That should have been addressed in the film is what I'm saying. I don't no. care. I'm not I'm not I'm not one of those people that say like she shouldn't have been cast in this movie. I'm not one of those people. I, I don't care. Um, but it should have been something that was addressed in the film once you cast her.
0: No. Because age. I mean she wasn't playing like a teenager, you know. She's she's, she's playing not a young teenager. adult. No, I know. She is
1: a young adult.
0: I know. No, I know. And, but John David Washington
1: is a grown ass adult.
0: Yeah, but they They, don't, they, don't, they don't talk about age in this movie, you know, it's just more or less her... Actors age faster than novels. Her life. And, you know, I think for me... Joe Osman was 21 at the age of 12, so... (laughs) My my impression on the blowback on that is simply because she looks young... Yeah, it's overhyped. ...for her age, and she only plays, or mostly only plays, teenagers, so that's why this... Clashes because for, she's playing a mature role. For
1: the uh, 1% of the population who has seen Euphoria, you included, um, they've seen her play somewhat of like a, a more serious and adult role. But for the majority of the people who have seen her, they're like, that's the Mary Jane Watson girl, right? And if it's not that, then yeah, it's, that's, her. that's the girl from the Nickelodeon TV show, right? So sure. seeing her here for right. a lot of people was like,
0: <gasps> right. oh, she's with that guy from and even Ballers? With, even with the upcoming Dune, you know, she's playing a young young girl so that character so this is a c plus for me i think you know bad movie it's it's um
1: c plus is almost generous you haven't said one good thing about it to be honest with you
0: it's slick i like the way it's shot okay yeah i like the direction and and um, it's slick it looks good the 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 style and the ballsiness of it i like i i understand where he was trying to do it trying to go with it but it's so poorly written it's fair it gets dull
1: Fair. All right, let's move on to uh one of mine. Let's move on to Shadow in the Clouds.
0: Oh, hey there, baby. The hell are you doing here?
1: I'm commissioned to this flight. Captain, we haven't got time for this right now. Put her in the sperry until we get up in the air. I'm supposed to guard this. I'll guard it for you. Contents are confidential. What's your name, honey? Flight Officer Garrett. Ain't no women in the Air Corps. I'm a flight mechanic and a pilot. You're not a pilot. You're a delivery girl. <laughs> Sir, requesting permission to fire on an enemy attacker.
0: You wouldn't even know how to fire a gun.
1: I was being polite.
0: She hit it. She was right! Who the hell are you, Miss Garrett? What is she here for? Did you hear that? What the hell is that racket? That's something on top of the plane. There's
1: something on the goddamn tire. Now this stars Chloe Grace Moretz.
0: It's a name we probably haven't heard in a long time. Uh, I know. I she should be doing bigger and better things. Yeah, she deserves more. Well,
1: I I think she stepped away from acting for a little bit. I think so. If you
0: don't, rec- if you don't, rec- she rec- worked but. a lot when yeah. she was a young girl. Oh my god!
1: But so this this essentially follows a young pilot, a young female pilot in World War II, who uh, is traveling with a mysterious case onto a B17 and she has a secret mission or so she tells everybody on this flight crew and that her her package is top secret and no one is to look at it and she winds up getting stuffed inside of one of the the blow deck turret away from her package and down there she starts to see some mysterious uh, goings on she sees an evil presence that is on board possibly a gremlin possibly some form of japanese warfare because they are in the japanese war zone this movie was uh, a ton of fun this is a fun B movie first off Chloe Grace Moretz I thought was was really was really good in it you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like I I'm not going to say like as far as like acting goes I'm singing the praises because I don't think the script was there for it to for the praises to be sung but there's there's an interesting dynamic that's going on because you have a a female who is what I'm sorry what platform did you watch this on again so you can rent this anywhere that you would rent movies I rented it on Amazon Prime so yeah but this is available but it's a Redbox original so Redbox I find interesting I think we talked about this before another Redbox original that I really liked was Becky which had uh, Kevin James and he was hunting that, that 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 little girl which was bloody fucking fantastic and awesome uh, and I still encourage people to check that one out but uh, so Chloe Grace Moretz is playing a, a female pilot who who goes on to a B-17 uh, she's carrying a secret package she's on a secret mission and when she gets on there it's obviously all males and she's dealing with that you know there, there is a lot of conversation about what to do with her mm. sexually Ooh. before they stuff her down in in inside of a turret chamber well, that's bold. <laughs> below below deck um, and while she's down there she essentially comes into uh into contact with a strange creature that she's trying to warn everybody about she also is seeing Japanese planes flying around and everybody is disillusioned in that they are not in an active war zone they are flying this mission a- outside of active outside of an active war zone so Japanese don't come this far south. And it turns okay. out that so but it's it's one of those movies where it's 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 a it's a go get 'em girl yeah. type movie. Yeah, sure. But I liked it. You know, it, well, it kept it fun. I mean, obviously it's a short film. It's a short film, it's 83 minutes long. Uh, but this is just a fun B movie, right? There is a movie monster in this movie. It has a monster that, that's there. Uh and you you get that from, from the onset of the movie. The onset fun CGI? I mean you can't expect it to be It's fine.
0: <laughs> we said meh. Nah. M E H Meh. It's yeah.
1: fine. Sure. The CGI uh, and the character that Chloe Grace Moretz is playing is is great. Um, a little bit of a Mary Sue, I want to say. Okay. But they when, when I say that you know they give you reason for why she is a good pilot, why she is a good fighter, why she is you know they they, they give you cause for this stuff. So it's not like it's out of nowhere, right? It's not. It's not. Uh, it's just really fucking fun, and she's playing a a badass woman good for her in it and she's doing it for like her motivation in the film i won't give it away but it is her secret package but what her secret package is is mind-blowing when it happens like i don't i don't mean mind-blowing like it's like my life has changed or having seen that what i mean is like it i didn't see it it was a twist in the film that i was like oh interesting Interesting. All right. I'm intrigued. What I'll say is like the end of the movie when the final showdown is occurring, I was just like, oh, okay. Um, all right, we've now gone into the Mary Sue territory a little bit in 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 the in the conclusion to the movie. But I really had a good time with it, man. It's it's a fun B movie. It's a it's it's a fun B mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, you know, I I it's rental price wasn't the $19.99. I think I got this for $6.99. So I think it's worth the rental for you to check it out. I, I, but I'm going to be giving it a B minus. So. Okay. But it's. I had a lot of fun, and it's. And it's nice to see Chloe Grace Moretz back. You know, uh, we know that she had stepped away from acting, but she's back. And in this, what I like is that she's playing an older character. Like she's playing her age, essentially. Yeah. She's playing a young twenty-something
0: here. Good, 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 Um,
1: you know, they're not doing. They're, they're not. They're not doing the teenage. Uh, you know, model with her. You know, they're they're aging her up. But I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought it was also one of the things I want to say. Like. I thought it, I thought a the score was was pretty good at least in the very beginning of the film mm. the score gets lost in, in in a lot of the action that's going on but one of the things that I really liked is for half of the movie you're really just focused on her it's oh, her, okay it's her, her down journey in that thing. no just her down in that turret it's oh. her in that turret and she's talking to people through through the headset okay. on the on the okay. fl- on, on the flight and that's it um she does eventually get out of that. But I thought that that was that was a nice plot device that really helped us get to know her character a little bit uh and help us sell the lie of what's really going on so i i I like that it adds to the suspense um I also really like the way to film a shot I thought that it, it had a nice it had a nice like i don't know almost like dreamscape like color palette to mm-hmm. it um which is nice for like this fantasy World war War two type film so it's like it's 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 like part world war ii you know historical movie part monster movie and part you know woman empowerment movie you know so it it, it nice.
0: balances it's it, it's it, right up your alley
1: yeah it balances its plates nicely but it's it's not perfect by any means so, okay yeah definitely i, I suggest checking
0: very out. cool all
1: right jay you got another one that you watched?
0: yeah so i caught nomadland in imax in theaters <laughs> one of those lucky people that can travel anywhere. Yes, ma'am. I know. And they sometimes call you nomads. My mom says that you're homeless. Is that true? No, I'm not homeless. I'm just houseless. Not the same thing, right? No. This one, it I had a feeling that because it was shot in, or not shot in IMAX, but it was actually going to be displayed in IMAX, that this was going to be a beautiful landscape-type film. And you can see that from the trailer. I, I, <laughs> Dave, Dave? I told look.
1: you when I saw this trailer, I was I, like, this is built on the back of Francis McDermott, and that's is. all this is.
0: No, it, 100% it is This, this is this, Francis look, McDermott. I'm going to give it to you straight. There's no plot. I know. This is a slice-of-life movie following this woman from the post-recession, like 2011 time period. She Her whole town got up... And ended completely up branded, and, and the zip code got disappeared. It took they took it off. Like the whole town just. I could tell disappeared from the trailer.
1: I could tell from the trailer that this was no three billboards outside of Ebony, Missouri.
0: No, no, no. It doesn't have that kind of energy level for sure. But this is solid, dude. This is this is one of the best movies I've seen in a long time, man. Ah, uh, no. This like, for me seems so boring to but me. But again, it seems so. so boring. This is what I was going to say about that. There's no
1: intrigue in it. Other than, it's not, other than the personal conflict.
0: Despite my only flaw with it, with, with the pacing, naturally, it wasn't boring. You know, I just felt the pace being a little bit too long for what it was trying to accomplish. But I think at the same Let time, me get a little it was supposed it. to be that way.
1: At what point in Frances McDermott's career did you look at her and go, she could get it?
0: Because <laughs> it ain't now. It ain't now, that's for sure. Wow, yeah, she's, she's she's. I go from talking a little, about a, she's, wo- a little, she's a little rough. She's I got I got to talk
1: about a movie about woman empowerment, to then talking she, she, about she where, where, where actors well. can get it. Um, but I, I think for me it's Fargo. I love her in Fargo.
0: Yeah, she's she's fun in that, and it, it,
1: that, yeah. that, that that's not a pregnancy kink.
0: <laughs> that's, that's not a pregnancy cake. That's Got it. Saying. Got it. All right.
1: I'm just trying to have a little bit of fun. I realized that we were probably talking about movies too heavily, and we weren't having enough levity yeah.
0: in the show. This this one is a, uh, yeah I'll, you know it's a heavy movie. Is a heavy it, movie. Is, it is a heavy movie. a heavy movie. I mean, it, but it is one of those things People where losing their
1: jobs, just trying to survive, they suck
0: they, a dick on the corner. Francis McDermott suck well, a dick on the, the show. Cor- a lot of them, you know, they choose to live this way. They want to be in their mo- mind free. You know, completely off the grid, no sense of responsibilities to the society at all. You know, and and just kind of be working from seasonal job to seasonal job around the Midwest, Southwest. You know, kind of area. I want to break free. And I
1: want to break free. It's hundred percent that.
0: It's hundred percent that. <laughs> and it really it, it asks a lot of questions, and it and it doesn't give you any kind of answers because you know she's offered opportunities and she chooses this path along okay. with many other people and you you really get a nice character study not just hers other people there's a lot of great little threads throughout this film and it's definitely worth the watch there's a lot of great things in it you you just, it's must But this be. is theaters only right
1: now right nomad land
0: temporarily it's coming out very soon i think this weekend or next weekend Amazon it's Prime, going, right? it's going to be dropping i i can't remember the streaming service but it it will be dropping I believe it's just
1: not yeah it's just not for Um, me this is definitely like when I watched this trailer I was like I'm
0: looking forward to watching this again this is a J
1: this is a J and
0: and it delivered and I was I told you beforehand I was a little worried that this could be the reverse it could be very dull and boring and not work or it could be a home run for me and it was a home run this is a solid A for me I really love this movie I dug it I think it's something that shines a light on on Americans in a society that does not... You still never answered
1: what, at what? what point in her career would Frances McDermott have got it from you?
0: Probably still Fargo. Yeah! <laughs> it probably would have been Fargo. Oh, yeah? That accent.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, I a little, yeah, a little, little Fargo accent kink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, right Hey, there. Margie?
1: You all right over there? I, oh, yeah.
0: Hey, Hey, boy. <laughs> Are you in yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah? You in there? Oh, yeah? I don't feel it.
0: Harder, harder. We, we I grow, can't do accents.
1: We grow big up here in North Dakota, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine's awful, too. All right, Jay, uh, final movie that I watched by myself before we get into our main review for Judas and the Black Messiah. I watched Psycho Goreman. Many moons ago. A nameless evil was imprisoned in a place far beyond reach.
0: Hurry up!
1: If he were ever to be released, it would spell
0: certain doom for all existence. Is that fear I smell? Your planet will be torn to pieces, and I will Mimi, treat your screens screams as I rip! Is this yours? Um, speak? Uh, Oh, my God. The gem of Praxedike. Whoever wields it is able to command me. Go over there. <sighs> and wait for us to come back in the morning. You will suffer an eternity for this. Bye!
1: Mom, Dad, I watched the name of Psycho Gorman. PG for short.
0: I will bathe in your
1: blood. Don't worry. Be worried. This is a Shudder original film, not yet streaming on the Shudder channel though, unfortunately, uh, but it is a rental. You can pick it up on streaming services for rent. Uh, this is an absolute love letter to those 80s movies like Mac and Me. And Monster Squad, and with the, with the exception that it's practically unrated, it's rated R, uh, for gore, vi- you know, violence and language. It follows two, two little kids, brother and sister, uh, who discover a intergalactic being of Power, who essentially is cast out from a guar music video. Um, He he is sustained by delivering death, destruction, and violence. But one of them is in possession of a gem that controls his actions. And they spend the entire movie essentially making Psycho Goreman their best friend. Friends, uh you know he goes around the town yeah. he plays games with them and at one point he turns one of their best friends Alistair into a brain much like Krang <laughs> from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh they yeah. it, it's this movie is batshit fucking insane there's absolutely no way you know, my co-host could ever watch this movie and get anything from it you would watch this and go what the fuck did you just make me watch yeah this is bullshit you know because it's a love letter to those '80s movies, but it also adds in this 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 horrific twist to it. There's a lot of blood, there's a lot of guts, there's a lot of gore, and it's all done for grins. It's all done for fun. One of the things I loved is that so much of this movie is done in practical effects. Like a lot of the intergalactic beings that you'll see throughout this film that are hunting Psycho Goreman, they look like they were too horrific. To be Power Rangers villains, but they put them in here. You know what I mean? You remember like the Power Ranger sure, villains, sure, sure, like Rita sure. Repulsa and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, they they were like these these somewhat incredible like live action, you know.
0: Like, Bigger it's, than life, surreal, but yet it's still sort of grounded and, and somewhat, over the top. Yeah, and, you know,
1: like a giant hammerhead shark, like punching a yeah, city just silly and stuff, stuff like that yeah. until Megazord comes and knocks it out. But, like, it, it kind of reminded me of that. Like a lot of these characters like remind Like Chuck me, Cheese
0: characters, yeah. No, not
1: like that. Not like that. But it did, they all did remind me of, like, rejected villains from, from the Power Rangers uh, TV series that we grew up with. So, you know, I, I, I love that aspect of it. It's, yeah. There's a lot of nostalgia that's baked into this into this new fresh take on on this type of movie so it really impressed me with just how fucking insane it was. Mm. Um, there's no lesson in the movie. Like that's what I love. There's no moral. There's no message. There's no lesson. I didn't learn shit from watching this. I just shut my brain off. I watched some heads get exploded. I watched some blood flow everywhere. And I watched some true irreverence for childhood completely splayed out. Uh, you know, on the mo- in the movie. Uh, you know, the the main little girl is is practically a sociopath, right? She has almost no empathy for anybody else but herself. Uh, it's 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 kind of amazing, uh, in a way that that like this film ha- did so much to veer away <laughs> from any type of message or moral or story of family togetherness. It was just like, now nah, we bucked that system. Damn, we're just telling you the story of an intergalactic torture monger who was uh. enslaved on Earth by a ten-year-old little girl whose favorite phrase is "What the frig." <laughs> And she unleashed this monster on her town and on her family and eventually helped him save the galaxy, quote, unquote.
0: <laughs> Was this fun? Oh, my God. So
1: much fun. All right. Jay, for me, this is an A movie. Man. Uh. <laughs> like Nomadland, that's your A movie? Yeah. This yeah. is my A movie. All man. right. This All is right. my A movie. Like I, I don't even know how to explain like how bad shit it is. Like I can sit there and mm. tell you like, oh, Birds of Prey is a batshit movie, but there's a plot, you know, in a through line for that. There's a plot to this too, but it just takes you on so many fun tangents that it doesn't even fucking
0: matter. Like
1: yeah. uh, the, the the plot is 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 inconsequential to the fun that you're having going on on screen yeah
0: you're you're gonna either be like me and turn it off or you're gonna be like you and just guardians of the galaxy that's that shit that's (laughs) insane
1: it doesn't hold a candle now fucking insane psycho gore is if you're someone who likes b cinema c cinema like Mm -hmm. if you like if you like that type of stuff if you know this is right up your alley i there's no movie that i can compare this to
0: Hmm. I can't look wow. out there. It's just a a rewatchability, really, all that good stuff. Oh my god!
1: Yeah. I i when I finished it, I told Lauren, I was like, "We're buying it We're we're buying this." Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Really?" And I was like, "I'm buying it." She's like, "Why?" <laughs> I was like, "Cause this is the type of movie that, like, when I've had like a really bad day, I'm going to shut my brain off. This is this has got it's going to
0: put you in a good mood.
1: This has cult classic written damn all over it.
0: Listen, all over. It. You heard it here first, all folks. Over it.
1: Super oh it's already, it's already out there it's already out there just just search psycho gore man on twitter or instagram you're gonna see tons of posts of people lavishing this thing with praise like the horror community loves this like we're we're fucking nuts for it go listen to epic film guys talk about it you know like the uh you know justin and Loy sauce over there mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just completely irreverent and it's just so much fun i fucking loved it Every minute of watching this. I just drank well, it. Well, good
0: in. for them. Yeah. All right,
1: Jay. We got uh one final movie to talk about.
0: Yes. We we both watched
1: Judas and the Black Messiah.
0: Deputy Chairman Fred Hampton of the Illinois Black Panther Party. <laughs> Looking at 18 months for the stolen car, five years for impersonating a federal officer, or you can go home. The Black Panthers are forming a rainbow coalition of oppressed brothers and sisters of every color. Their aim
1: is to show hatred and inspire terror.
0: I I I will learn all that I can. These ain't no terrorists. You can murder a liberator, but you can't murder liberation. You can murder a revolutionary, but you can't murder a revolution. And you can murder a freedom fighter, but you can't murder freedom.
1: All right, so this movie follows Lakeith Stanfield's character of Bill O'Neill as he is entrapped by the FBI and is forced to infiltrate the Black Panther movement uh, that is led by one Fred Hampton, who is played by Daniel well, Kalu.
0: First, he, was, um, he, he chose this path, David, because he could have been a man and went to jail and served his six years in jail, but he had a choice, Dave. And he was indifferent within the political times right now. And you could tell that he was a good actor because he was selling himself as some... False as as a, a FBI agent and, and right. stealing cars, you know, and he got fucking arrested, and and this is how it, he how could either began. serve
1: his time in jail, and, or and he was
0: going to serve his time being an informant, or or for the FBI,
1: or he could be an informant for the FBI, yeah. join the Black Panthers, and essentially feed information sure. on Fred Hampton, who played by Daniel Callelujah uh, That's the best. That's the best I'm going to get at that. Is <laughs> Daniel Kalaluya.
0: It's but just Kaluuya. It's Kaluuya. Yeah, I had it right the first time. Yeah,
1: damn. I overthought it. Yeah. I overthought it. But anyway, both of these two actors, the two main parts in this, Lakeith Stanfield and, and, and Daniel Kaluuya, uh, they are two of the best actors in the business right now, young up and coming. I, I don't even want to say up and coming anymore. They're just
0: so solid. No, they, they're not even up and coming they anymore. Both they're, broke, they're, they're, they're established. They they're, both broke the mold. And, and, and they are so perfectly cast. I'm
1: trying to think of a movie that was almost as batshit as Psycho Gorman was. Sorry to bother you.
0: <laughs> <With Hokey Stanfield. laughs> yeah,
1: except that had a message in the end.
0: That was pretty and wild. I loved it,
1: but that movie was fucking nuts.
0: that was nuts. It was a nuts movie. that was nuts sorry but but anyway, I like keep... the projects that both these guys choose you know they, they really they, they they really are delivering it
1: and we use like I, I think like as like people who review movies and stuff like that, we talk about things like we always use words like amazing and prolific and stuff like that and up and coming, and it's like i the performances in this movie are literally literally amazing.
0: I mean, it's it, this is what it does. It solidifies the fact that we are seeing two, and uh, let's not forget Jesse Plemons' under understated performance. I'll say that, but regardless, three. Long-term heavyweight actors that we're going to be seeing for a yeah. long, long time that are going to be around. One of the things I love about Jesse
1: Plemons' character of Agent Roy Mitchell is that he you know, he he is the handler for Lakeith Stanfield's yeah. character of Bill O'Neill. Uh, there's conflict there, there is. at one point.
0: There, it's, it's, He's I feel like it's a little he, underwritten to some degree. It was. Um, but there's conflict there. But there's there. a scene where it, you get it and and you understand where his position is and you can and you can see in a couple of scenes he where doesn't he like what he's is. doing right right he's doing what he's but he's also being
1: praised by his boss for doing it who's played by Martin Sheen Martin Sheen is 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 playing
0: Herbert, J. Edgar Hooper yeah. yeah the yeah yep. we didn't get into. you wouldn't the, even be able to tell it's we me.
1: didn't even get into the cross dressing but I would have loved the scene mm, just one give me, give just one. one scene of Martin Sheen wearing wearing pumps yeah <laughs> it in the mirror it's been like they look damn fine they look damn fine uh how's it going with uh with, with, with turning those guys the, those black guys against the black panthers is it going well you know it was it was essentially like a it was like the departed in a way it was but it took and a it step what? further and it added so much more to the story given given our current political climate and yeah. the political climate of the 19 late 1960s early 1970s and to the same Struggle that, yeah,
0: and 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 funny enough, that was director uh, Shaka King's pitch. Yeah, she wanted to make a the the Black Departed departed for this time period. Yeah, but she didn't, you know, secretly say that this was the story that she wanted to tell. But But that was was the pitch. But it was though because that was a great pitch. You know, it's a great pitch. Yeah, because this is the the specific story that she wanted to tell within that period of time. You know, and that message and a story, and a political message throughout the country. And, uh yeah the, this is a, a real story you know Bill O'Neill and um and-
1: right they, they make a very clear point in the beginning of the film like it doesn't I, I forget what it says but it's not based on a true story it says based on actual events or something like that you right. know it's it's something that alludes to it's different than just based on a true story yeah there is fiction in this story a lot of this is fiction because most of what Bill O'Neill did was sealed by the FBI and and uh, all we know about it is what came forth during the twelve-year civil trial that that occurred at the end of it, which is just a footnote at the end of this movie. Yep. Um. And and Bill O'Neill, you know, was not very talkative about his experience of infiltrating the Black Panthers, being a confidential informant for the FBI. He did one interview on the topic, and that was it.
0: Well, shame. And you can see it progress throughout this film and and, and the guilt. And, you know, I think this happens all the time with informants. There's 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 endless informants out there in the world. And guess what? You don't hear about them because, one, they either get killed, they go to jail, they get, you know... There's, there's, there's something always happens because you're really strong enough to come out the other side there's and live. Definitely
1: a, a moment life. where, where, you know, Lakeith Stanfield's character kind of like pulls up and he's like, let's just, I got all this bombing material. Let's just blow it up. You know what I mean? And we're not saying what or when or how or who. Right. And everyone's like, no, that's not who we are and blah, blah, blah. And he was sent there by the FBI, but there's, there's. There is a moment of truth that I feel from Lake Stanfield, where I was like, he's angry at the government for putting him in this position. And, and in a way, he does kind of just want to blow it up. Yeah. He does. Yeah. He's angry yeah. because as, you he's know, angry.
0: He's frustrated. He's, you know, he, he he's stressed.
1: Just, he's made this decision long ago. He doesn't want to go to prison and stuff like that. He doesn't, but he also doesn't want to be in a position that he's in anymore yeah. because he, he is part of this movement. In yeah. his mind, he's a part of the Black Panther movement. Yeah. He's he's part of this rainbow well, coalition. He, and he which is, is. Which is one of the things that I thought was fantastic about the film. Because Fred Hampton wasn't just, you know, the head of the Black Panther Party, you know, at this time mm-hmm. he was also part of the rainbow coalition which mm-hmm. which which brought in white trash people it it it, it, brought, yeah. it brought in and you see a scene of brought that in and, like yeah. the Latin Kings it brought in like yeah. it brought in a lot of of other organizations at the time that some may would have that, that some may label as gangs and maybe they were gangs but they were also political movements as well sure and in their mind they were all just fighting for their neighborhoods and they were all just fighting for fighting for equality and it's showing us that and uh, and to the FBI, all these people that were shades darker than white or were white trash were were stirring up too much trouble. And one of the things that I found interesting was they mention uh, Seal, mm-hmm. and they show pictures of him gagged and tied up during his trial in Chicago. And me and you just talked about, yep. you know, uh, the the trial of the Chicago yep. Seven. So and, and, I wouldn't and, have and gotten this character that reference. Was
0: sprinkled in. Yeah, in that movie as well. Yeah,
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't have.
0: I know. I agree. I wouldn't. Have I wouldn't either.
1: have made that connection because it's just. Let's face it. As two white guys, you know, while we are here in February talking about Black History Month, this is not the Black history that gets taught to us. No, Martin no. Luther
0: King, as it should. Though, a few I mean, footnotes of Malcolm X, and it's what's so beautiful about this right this past year you've really seen some great stuff but if you think about it stuff. What,
1: like what did we learn as as white kids growing up in white suburbia about black history month john washington carver gave us peanut butter rosa parks refused to sit in the back of a bus yeah. and and martin luther king gave a speech and was killed for it like that's yeah. that's the shit that we learn that's that's we it. don't we don't actually get to see
0: stories about you don't r- feel it you don't right
1: we not, get the, you don't
0: you don't emotionally get it. Get it, get it. You don't get into the right. details. We get
1: them. We get movies like Selma and stuff like that, but they still sure. surround those historical figures and stuff like that. Or we get the pandering stories like Green Book. Mm. We don't get real visceral stories about the struggle of the Black Rights movement that's been going on, you know, the Civil Rights movement has been going on forever in this country. Right. It feels like like this.
0: Still going it's on.
1: It's rare. We got it we got one earlier in the year. We got it with uh one night in Miami, but yeah, well the conversations that are going on in that movie are the same, we're we're missing that heart racing, you know
0: Well, visceral experience of yeah. it happening right, like, right before your eyes, within your community, within your home.
1: In One Night in Miami, watching a conversation around this stuff happening is, while it's interesting and it's a different viewpoint on a topic that I've never gotten. It's
0: broad, but guess what? It's just a conversation. You're, but not, you're not living it. You're not seeing it on screen. You're not breathing the story. But it's
1: different when I'm watching Lakeith Stanfield go into the Black Panthers building, make a suggestion for them to do something almost feeling like he's getting caught and then coming out and taking that big Mm -hmm. breath, that sigh of relief. And it's like, Holy shit. Like he was almost dead. And it is a lot like the departed where like, Mm -hmm. I felt that for, for Leonardo DiCaprio's character the whole time. I thought that this movie was suspenseful as fuck, but I, what I really took away from it was that Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are going to be around for a very long fucking time.
0: Yeah. And, um, I I was very happy with the performances. Number one, I think there's a lot of great cinematography and directing choices. Even though it does get long and the pacing is a little off, but I do like how they really try to strip down the element and and, and actually have a, a good amount of time showcasing a love story, um, and and you know really just kind of bring in the heartbeat of. The story to the characters themselves, like these are people, you know, and they had families and lives, and they had a vision, and they had a dream, you know, equality and everything, and and you know this is what was happening to them, yeah, you know, and and this was the their viewpoint of it all.
1: The final scenes are tough to watch. I'll I'll say that it is. Um, they don't hold back, and I got to watch your face while watching it. It's 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 haunting and stuff like that, but it also it perfectly encompasses what was going on at the time and what is still going on yeah, now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, I thought that as far as acting performances go, it was fucking phenomenal. As far, as far as a script goes, as far as suspense, it, it's, it's fucking phenomenal. Uh, I do think it is, a, it is a little slow paced, is a little. It, it is a little to get into it, but all character pieces tend to be that way.
0: And very long footnotes. Everybody, just so you know, <laughs> just stay tuned for that because there's going to be a lot of. It's about five, dialogue to read five, up on.
1: Five minutes at the end of the film is all. Yeah. Is all like where? Where do we all end up? Like what? Wh- yeah. wh- what did this? Wh- what did this all mean in the end? Which I I'm not always a big fan of. I always prefer showing that stuff. But this film had a pretty long runtime to begin with. It's about two hours. And yeah. I'm not saying
0: crazy A little, long, a little over two. Um, yeah, it's heart wrenching, but you know. Uh, you would need to attack on I mean, an
1: hour of the movie to, to to get to what they put into the footnotes and stuff like that at the yeah. end of this movie. Uh, but I, I I really I really enjoyed this movie. Other than its pacing issues, like I thought its score was fucking great. Like I loved I loved the score. Like I listening to it, like playing underneath uh, like a lot of these scenes was you know it, th- there there was there was an upbeat nature to it but it was also like very jazzy but also like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. suspenseful at the yeah. same time
0: yeah i mean for me so i watched this um last 30 to 40 minutes remotely yeah and i think that might have Took away my flow, unfortunately, and but I mean, it's not like I'm giving it a bad grade or anything like that. I'm giving it a B plus. Yeah, there was just some. I think there was just some. uh, just the the filmmaking quality issues that I think as a film structure as a whole, it didn't quite hit me um, into like an A level kind of category. Even though so much of it was fantastic,
1: I'm at an A Um, minus on it because I, I felt like we could have done more with. With the FBI, we could have shown a little bit more of that aspect of it. Sure, um, I, I I thought that we could have we,
0: we could have done more to, you know, I, they're villains. Don't get me wrong, but more conflict from their point of view. More conflict from their from point of view. Exactly. The quote unquote pigs. That exactly. You hear, yeah. Um, exactly. Exactly. Throughout we, the film. Yeah, I know. You
1: know, I uh, we focus so much on the on the story of of the Black Panther movement and stuff like that. I don't I don't think we focused enough on what they were fighting against. You know what I mean? Even though we know exactly, we know exactly what they're fighting. And
0: against. and this is and I understand that this is not the story that the filmmaker was trying it was not, to make. That was not. That was and not. And they really wanted to humanize the people within the story.
1: And they did a great and job showcase of
0: that. that and showcased the confliction. They set out to do um, that. That O'Neill was, King, was trying to King deal with. Shaka King
1: set out to do that. Yeah. And and they did that.
0: And they did that. I don't blame what Shaka King did at all as a choices as a filmmaker. I mean, I think it was fantastic, but, um, I just think for me as, as a whole, it just didn't hit me. Now, Maybe as a rewatch, if I saw it from start to finish at my, at my house, you know, maybe it would hit me uh, a little stronger into an A category. But as of right now, B plus, yeah, yeah. sure, uh, it
1: definitely is, worth to watch. It's on HBO Max, yep. so um, if definitely you have HBO it Max,
0: it's it's a definitely lot better the, than The Little Things. It's a lot
1: better than The Little Things. Um, so we're definitely gonna want to check that out. Uh, but Jay, we got some news to get into. This is a very long. What are you watching? But we do have to get into this happy price price line All right let's just get through this one real quick this first news story. We all know me and Jay are a little behind the eight ball on this. Gianna Carano fired from The Mandalorian, but also fired from Rangers of the New Republic, which what I found was interesting that based on some of her, some of her anti mask tweets and some of her, some of her tweets previously that she was putting out Mm -hmm. were the reason that Disney during their investors day announced Rangers of the New Republic, but did not announce that Gianna Carano was the star of it. They actually were going to announce her as the star, but because of her, some of her previous tweets and because of some of her previous political political viewpoints that she's so happily to so happy to share on social media they decided to wait and see how things turned out for her before they announced her as the start of that tv show lo and behold she goes out and starts and starts making some anti-semitic tweets uh those anti-semitic tweets have been deleted by her however they basically talked about her and her political beliefs and those who share her political beliefs being that that are akin to jews in the nazi regime and it's that's just not true. <laughs> that's just not the same. It's it, it's not one for one. It's not apples and apples. That's apples and oranges. Yes, that's a, that's that that is dumb to make that to yes. make that to make that connection. Sorry.
0: That's the stupidest idea I've ever heard, you imbecile. Uh, yeah, it's I'm almost sorry. as if she was trying to do this right. on purpose. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, it, it's, it, it's
1: that's a ridiculous statement. It's a ridiculous standpoint to to make. However, as we sit here. At a time where mm. people like Army Hammer, Shia LaBeouf, and Marilyn Manson have all essentially committed crimes against women and 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 against people, some 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 of it proven, and and, and the backlash towards them maybe just deserts. We have someone who is essentially stating their political beliefs on a public platform that does not align with the political beliefs of the company that they work for. That or at least the political beliefs well, that hates, they want. It's to a lot in. of hate speech. It is a lot of hate speech. No, it's it's definitely a lot of hate speech. And
0: I am. I mean, it's it's still it's no different than. Here's like, the thing.
1: I am for her being released from from these series and being released from Lucasfilm and doing that stuff. I'm all for that.
0: It's essentially verbal abuse. Abuse is abuse. You know. But I
1: didn't. It, it, you're right. But I didn't care about her character. You know what I mean?
0: Well, I definitely didn't. I thought I thought she was fine, but I think she could be easily recast.
1: And that's where it seems they're going. It looks like they will be looking to recast the character instead of just writing the character out. Yeah. Um. But at, you know, at at the same time, if Disney was like, "We're trying to just separate the artist from the artist," we we don't agree with her political. If they made a statement and just said, "We don't agree with her political, uh, you know, views or anything like that," I would have been like, "Whatever." You know, I, I could see both sides of the coin mm-hmm. here. I understand that essentially she is now taking to social media and she's asking people to fight for her to keep her in the Mandalorian and stuff like oh, that. Oh, she is. I thought yeah. she said fuck it. No, well, well she she did say fuck it because she does have a lot of things a lot of irons in the fire now. As a result of this, a, a lot of a lot of like right wing media coming to her aid now where uh, were f- like well, of course. Well, we'll we'll put you in this. We'll put you in that. Well, freedom she's of getting, speech, you know. She, she Right, exactly. Exactly. And part of me is just like Freedom of speech. When does freedom of speech end? You know where it ends? It ends when you're employed by a company who asked you not to do that. That's where it ends. Sure. You're free to say whatever you want. However, the consequences are still yours to deal with. You work for a company.
0: They are outlining... The inclusion. job responsibilities.
1: They spent three years trying to become an inclusionary company to yeah. show more diversity on their screen.
0: Nobody's forcing you to say all this stuff on right. Twitter and social media for the whole world to see. Right, right. And and the fact have your viewpoints. Delete social media. Boom.
1: And that's and 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 that's it. Would have corrected everything. That's you know? the thing. You know, we, I, a lot of people are like she's being persecuted for her freedom of speech and 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 the First Amendment and all this shit and stuff like that. And it's like. But in the end, I can still be fired from my company that I work for currently for saying shit. You and know. so
0: can those politicians or right. Fox News. If media for some people reason and you everybody. and I said
1: something that got us in the hot water, if enough people listen to this show to get us in the hot water, Age of Radio could be like, we're dropping you from this network and we can't say boo about it. Yeah, it'll
0: probably happen one day, but uh, probably. You know. <laughs> probably probably my Francis McDermott uh, <laughs> <man.
1: laughs>
0: will probably get it. Oh. But no,
1: but no, uh, that's like PG, that's PG for us <laughs> uh but no like I, 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 I when it all comes down to it it's not that you have to share the vol- the political viewpoints of of the people you work for but at the same time they have the right to not employ you mm-hmm. for what you say publicly so you know as the first amendment goes you can say whatever the fuck you want in this country and not be persecuted for it by the law legally yeah but this is out of the court this is out of state court. This is out of, this is out of federal court. You, you can be held responsible for the things you said by the court of, 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 of common opinion and by the court of your employer and, and what they want to portray for themselves. And in that reason, when I see her go, I go, whatever. Now, can we please just get Xena warrior princess to take her place? Lucy Lawless. Like that's, that's who I want to replace her. I want Lucy Lawless.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. i love lucy
1: lawless yeah, yeah i think she's fantastic uh one of my favorite characters in ash versus the evil dead so uh i i think lucy lawless is is fantastic And a lot of people are calling for her to replace her i don't i i don't know what disney is going to wind up doing with the character whether they'll just write the character out which is just as easy as recasting the character but either way i'm fine with it
0: no it'll be it'll be good stuff i i'm 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 happy that this is just gonna get moved on. Hopefully, it's gonna move on. I don't. I don't want to be seeing shit in the headlines like, you know, a court date fucking thing or any kind of bullshit like that. I just want everybody to move on, move on, please.
1: Yes. Next news story. RJ, Jack Black has been tasked to lend the voice to Claptrap. If I sound pleased about this, it's only because my programmers made this my default tone of voice. I'm actually quite depressed. The lovable robot from the Borderlands series of games, which is now being adapted into films. Uh, it seems like we are getting a whole lot more you know, movies adapted from video games. Mm. And what I love is that it seems like they're going to be far better. It seems like video games are now getting... They're now getting the love that they should from well, from studios. I'm
0: liking what I'm seeing with Mortal Kombat. So. Right,
1: and this has a stellar cast so far: Kate Blanchett, Jamie Lee Curtis, Jack Black, and Kevin Hart.
0: Damn,
1: right with Eli Roth directing Borderlands.
0: Yeah, the, the that's. So. Um, that's the biggest question mark. <laughs> right. I, I just Eli is. Oh gosh. How far do you let you Jack just Black go? Though can't trust like,
1: him. Like where does Jack? Like yeah, because you know the character. Is a, Jack
0: is a little bit more restrained. It's true he can be. However, um, his his TikTok videos
1: like. of him as Thor running around in the red underwear—that's so,
0: good stuff. Fucking hilarious. That is good stuff. But
1: you know, are we going to get the? I want to
0: rack. Are we nah, going to get like
1: that? I don't think uh, so. Jack Black, Maybe. because. Cot Trap so. is, is a far more like reserved character, right? Like he's he he very much has you know little quips to you uh, mm. in Borderlands 2 when you start playing and stuff like that. It's
0: I want to see it's him truly just play. truly a hilarious character. I, I want to see great. him play, yeah, like the dry humor type thing. Like I
1: thought I, I thought Peter Dinklage was perfect for this. Okay. But then they announced Jack
0: Black and I went, maybe. We'll I th- see. I, th- I I I think he'll hit it. Yeah, I think it will.
1: But either way, Borderlands will be coming out. There is no release I'm date for it. Yeah, I'm, but,
0: uh, anything with Kate Blanchet, come on! <laughs> but I, I
1: love the idea of of you know Hollywood taking video game video game series you know seriously as as adapted for for films, and we're going to see uncharted long before we see this oh, yeah. and we'll see that the last of us movie could probably come out even before this as well next news story all right jay your 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 wishes have been heard because when we we just replayed the episode for our top five movie weapons and caster troy's gold-plated pistols oh yes Were or on your list.
0: Goddamn right they were. Just after Sexiest motherfuckers.
1: This is us putting it out into the universe and it coming back to us. This is how powerful
0: our podcast is. This is how powerful
1: we are. Mm The power of the mind. Mm. Because Face Off is getting a sequel. Goddamn. Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sequel, not even a reboot. And it's going to be directed by Godzilla vs. Kong director. Adam Wingard so interesting yeah, okay. yeah but this is a sequel John Travolta Nicholas Cage return dude for a sequel now this, this is, is going to be so bad. I can't year. wait to watch. It. That's what that's what's going to be brilliant about it. It's going to twenty
0: some years removed. It's going to be so bad, but so good.
1: So it's going to do. <laughs> it's it's it, it's going to pay homage to the original, oh, while God. also paying homage to our nostalgia, while also recognizing that that was a film that took itself far too seriously, and it's going to take it to uh, it's going to take it to a different level. Yeah, at least this is the potential that it has. Is what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, it, it's so funny too because like back then. Like I went with the whole seriousness of it all, but it's like as an adult, like I can see how like Jay is like insane. It was Jay's like
1: theaters day one,
0: but it was sad. just so
1: I can see those golden pistols again. Oh, God. But let's face it, we just did a Patreon episode on the top five Nicholas Cage freakouts. We want to add to that list,
0: but it wasn't just the goldness; it was like the way he was in the holster in the back, in, like in, sitting in perfectly lower back, yeah. side by side like that. Oh, it was just the coolest. My, <laughs> My favorite part of this movie is—I can relate. My
1: favorite part of this movie is when he's a priest in the very beginning, and he gets up behind the choir girl and he grabs her ass. Hallelujah, (laughs) Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah! (laughs) And like he goes, he's he's like he's in his abbot robe, and he's like spinning his head, and his face is all insane. I fucking love it. I can't wait to see Caster Troy return with Nicolas Cage's face. Be the best. I can't wait. <laughs> Next news story. <laughs> All right, so here's someone no one's ever talked about in a while, even us who live in the Philadelphia area because he does he does live near us. Uh Bam Margera has been cut from Jackass 4, according to him and himself. So he has taken to social media and he's said, Who the fuck cares if I'm drunk as hell anymore? Jackass has put me through hell on fucking wheels for a year and a half, Margera said. I wrote them so many ideas, and if I'm not in the movie and they use my ideas, how do you think that'll make me feel? The last thing I want to do is be in a courtroom with Jeff Tremaine, the director of the Jackass films. He's like, I love him, but fuck man, I'm not in Jackass 4. If anybody cares about me, don't go see their movie because I will make mine way fucking radder if you just Venmo me one (laughs) dollar. Money, please. So this entire rant just comes down to him just like asking for money. But essentially what it seems like is he's been released from the film as a result of him having to take multiple drug tests, urine tests, breathalyzer tests, all while on the set of the film. Mm. And his drug struggles have been pretty well documented on his Instagram and his Instagram stories yeah, and stuff he, like he's,
0: that. He's the last of the jackasses who hasn't stopped his party boy We're ways.
1: Not, not to mention, it's not even party boy ways. He he is sick. He, he No, seems, I know. He, yeah. I believe he has admitted to having bipolar... Uh, disorder.
0: Well, this is true. Which is is
1: true. often comorbid with d- substance dependency. Mm. And and he, he really states that it, he's tried to get help before and he comes back and then he he goes away again and falls back into addiction. And
0: especially when you're in, you're hanging out in the town does, of LA right. where you can just and get here, around and, and, and do whatever Chester, the hell you want. We, well, but also no, I, I mean I've se- I've literally been in the bar with him. I mean I I've, I've right. seen him hanging out, I mean in Doylestown, but he attributes
1: a lot of this to the fact that he he does have long-lasting pain from some of the stunts he's performed throughout uh, of the Jackass films. Sure. But also the death of 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 one of his best friends, Ryan Dunn. You know, so it's look, can you fault Paramount for for releasing what essentially is a train wreck. Look, I, I don't wish ill on anybody, especially anyone dealing with substance abuse issues because it is a disease. Yeah, I want to see Bam Margera get help, but I don't think being in the Jackass movie and putting his body through that pain is what is needed to help him with his substance abuse issues.
0: Yeah, this is one of those. Things I think it's the right
1: call on Paramount's part.
0: I think it had to be done. You know, I think it's just one of those things where I think enough is enough.
1: In fact, the mistake that Paramount did was allowing him on set to begin with, was hiring him to begin with.
0: Because that's that's where I'm getting at. It's been a very public
1: downward spiral. I think
0: it was one of those things where, you know, I'm sure they knew what they were getting into going into it. However, they had a lot of push from the other cast members and people behind the scenes within the production company wanting to keep the cast members together for these kind of films and keep it, the continuity going. Sure, but if he's in peak level craziness right now, like you, you can't do a movie. Like you're not going to be able to. How are you going to do a press tour? You know, he's just going to be off the rails, and it's not going to be marketable. You yeah. know, you, you gotta, you, you have to still in a fucking professional adult you know uh, to some degree and if you're not you can't play and that's it and that's what they did it, it, that takes a lot for paramount to do this i i, I would think they're essentially on. releasing one of the three temple stars Th- this shows how bad he is think if about, they are releasing him think, think about he jackass. must have been doing crazy shit think for about jackass multiple S-
1: periods of time and you and and you think of Johnny Knoxville Steve O
0: and but Bam Margera over, but even over the years dave of them literally even in their throes of all of them fucking up and doing shit they still made these films they still released them paramount didn't give many different shit.
1: climate now than even when jackass through I, S3 I, I was understand
0: made. I understand however you know and, and and Christ you're almost like you know 40 50 years old now but it's time you got to move on I, i'm fine with it just yep. get
1: hurt on camera, make us laugh, and uh, please don't, please, please don't put. You're wasting everybody's
0: time it, if you're just going to be an idiot. Exactly. You know? Exactly.
1: Uh, just do the best product that you can, and having someone who's a loose cannon that could possibly also get someone else hurt on set,
0: and that's a big part of it too. Is right. not is yeah. is, is, is insurance not insurance purposes. That yeah. Yeah.
1: Next news story. <laughs> All right, man. Disney CEO Bob Chapek has confirmed. He's said it in interviews now that. Black Widow has no plans. They have no plans for Black Widow to be released on any streaming platform. Yeah, unless Raya and the Last Dragon does fucking gangbusters on Disney Plus, in
0: which case, then probably then. i don't love it dave i don't love it i I mean at this point more and more i feel like doesn't it feel like marvel's just taking their toys and gone home
1: because i mean i I know we're getting wandavision and we're gonna be getting falcon and winter soldier but it feels like all these movies that are part of this phase four that wandavision's fucking kicking off it it kind of feels like marvel's like we gave you a test now now we're taking my toys and i'm fucking going home
0: there's that but i'm i'm I, i i i feel like they're doing these products that you know, a disservice in a lot of ways for throwing it into the pack of wolves of all this other content that's going to be coming out around the same time. Also, the hype is cooling, right? Like that too. I read this news story and I just went, this thing was supposed to come out last spring, right? I mean, I don't even care anymore. I've been seeing this shot tra- I just saw the trailer before, uh, uh, I think, Nomadland or something like that. I did. No, right before no Land in IMAX. Right. We've now I'm cut like, two trailers for it by the I'm time like, the movie come comes on. out. Like, they'll be on trailer six and TV spot this 97. This movie, you know, just be ballsy. Put it out on Disney+. Plus. You know what great marketing is? Cut your price. Cut your price to like $10 or something like that or, or whatever. You know Don't it'll it'll be great marketing. If you put black in theaters Wita- as well. So in theaters, Disney Plus, same day and date. We hmm. already
1: talked about this. If you put it as thirty dollars on Disney Plus because it's an MCU film, and 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 you get out there and you get the message of what a tentpole film this is for for Phase Four, people will will pay the thirty dollars to watch it at home,
0: and they'll pay to go to the theaters to see it. Same my, time. My point is insurance, good marketing, get people jazzed up. Oh, discount. I like that you're on my side because previously you've been like, no, Marvel should. Yeah, but this is. It it's depends, been too long. It depends on the property. It's been too long. It depends on the film, and I think this is the kind of film that right. warrants. The
1: lava has gone down the hill. The on option us. of this both. thing was this thing was white hot. We were all ready for it, and now the lava's hit the ocean and it's cooled, and yeah. it's 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 making itself into something. This better be one make. hell of a
0: film. That's all, right. all I gotta say. Right. It better fucking kill it. But all it the Marvel, has to.
1: All the Marvel films have been delayed
0: as a result of. of I the know, pandemic. but but this is the one where like. There's no excuse. It seems
1: like everyone else is shifting and pivoting to move and along with it and, and doing what they can to make money. And Disney is just like, no, you will see the MCU in theaters. <laughs>
0: Damn it. I mean, you will. Okay. Next news story.
1: Speaking of this, John Carpenter has, has taken to uh, social media and has said that he believes that the Halloween movies could be released on streaming services two halloween films that are going to be that that, that are going to be shot we obviously have halloween kills which is going to be coming out uh was supposed to come out this past october but was delayed and is not coming out until until 2021 now but which it still may be delayed again jack is pretty much saying let's just let's just put it out and i think that's that's kind of the place disney needs to be as well for black widow (laughs) next news story but Disney uh, hasn't rested on their laurels because they are continuing to cast people and and continue the production of the MCU films as they just recently cast Zawe Ashton as the main villain in captain marvel too mm. a lot of rumors on who she could be playing whether it's moonstone or whether it's valentine a uh, a you know a rich woman who is a, essentially she outs carol danvers as as uh captain marvel and stuff like that uh, her secret identity in the film she doesn't have a secret identity who yeah. knows it could be amalgamation of of multiple um, yeah. carol danvers uh villains but I've seen her in a couple of things. I, I kind of like her. Yeah, uh, Velvet Buzzsaw is what she's uh, is what they're, they're touting that she's most renowned for. So, look, I whatever you know, uh, she seems I like a sol- she was uh, like a Amy Adams
0: assistant in Nocturnal Animals as well. Yeah. But like you know, it's just one of those things where
1: Solid actress. Let's see what she does with it. Let's see what she's the villain one is. She's new. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a big breakout for her. As anything with any role, I want to see that I want to see that person in that role in a mm-hmm. trailer or something like that. I wasn't sold on Ben Mendelsohn as even in trailers, you know, as, as the quote unquote main villain yeah. for Captain Marvel yeah. until we saw him and I was like and
0: it seems like they're poising him as this like quirky little character that's gonna be bouncing and in I, and out of different films from time to time. But
1: what a turn for Ben Mendelsohn <laughs> no. to play this comedic relief character. It's so different for him, but it fits so well. Uh-huh. Uh, it I, does. I love it. it I love does. it. So I, it I, do, I do look forward to this. I love him. He's the I greatest. look forward to Captain Marvel 2, even though I was not wowed by Captain Marvel 1. Um,
0: Huge disappointment for me.
1: I think I think uh, in the MCU and in Disney, they always seem to get things more right the second time around. So
0: no, not Thor, but... Uh, no, it was the third, <laughs> the third time third around time. for <laughs> Third time for that right. one. Next news story. All
1: right, Jay, Mission Impossible. Previously, that was a movie that was being shot... Back-to-back, back, Mission Impossible 7 and 8. Well, no longer. Mission Impossible 7 will be wrapping up its filming schedule shortly, and Tom Cruise will not have time to start filming Mission Impossible 8 because he's going to have to go out and start doing press for yeah. Maverick. So, Yeah, uh, the longevity
0: has- of these shoots, obviously, because of the pandemic and the delays um, and you know the time-consuming aspect of the press tour, it makes sense. It is what it is. It's unfortunate. Um I'm okay with it. It's fine. Whatever. I mean I would assume I would be shocked if they filmed this uh eighth film this year at some point. I would I think suspect also, it would be delayed until 2022.
1: I also think they want to see how the film market is, maybe by maybe. the time 7 comes out, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's clearly uh, I think the pandemic's going to leave a gaping wound that could possibly never be stitched back together
0: (laughs) Uh, possibly but i mean even still this film's not coming out until 2022 anyway right number seven i mean um but but either
1: way uh it seems like you know we were going to be getting back-to-back mission impossible movies in in 22 and then 23 mm. we we might be waiting until 24 25 for that other one to come out which also maybe is is tom cruise getting three years older but you know what He's found that Scientology. He found the oh, so yeah. he's he's good he's good he's good. Dianetics is doing him well. Next news story, RJ. How do you feel about one of your favorite films as a child mm. coming back? Mm. Batman eighty nine. And I'm not just oh, talking man. about Michael Keaton. Okay, you know reprising the role of Batman in the Flash movie. What I'm talking about is the eighty nine Batman universe being brought back. But on the page. Would you read a comic book if it takes place in the Batman 1989 universe?
0: Just hubba Hubba Hubba. Money money, 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 money. Who do you trust? Wow.
1: Also, with concept art Because oh, that, that is of, such a up.
0: unique writing style too from with
1: my- concept art of Billy D. Williams as a two-face. Are you interested in that? Would you like to know more? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do tell. So uh,
1: DC is going to be releasing two digital comic books. Uh, the, it'll be the Batman 1989 universe and Superman 1978. Both of them will be getting digital releases, and then hmm. after six months, they will release uh, hardback and paperback editions of it for you to purchase.
0: Wow! And wow. this is
1: actually an idea that was pitched quite some time ago, about
0: two to three years ago. Well, with Keaton coming back, I mean, right. this is the time.
1: It was it was pitched about two to three years ago by the artist of the Batman nineteen eighty nine, and it was eventually it was ultimately turned down by DC. But now it's been given a green light for it to come back, and they're they're bringing Superman. 78 along with it so you're going to have keaton inspired batman it's a
0: really cool idea that's affordable for the the studio and if you have somebody who really understands the tone that well, it dude, has to be in.
1: Here's the thing: people who are writing comic books and, and drawing comic books right now are you and me. They're our age. They grew up with the same stuff we grew up with. Their True. influences okay. are the yeah, same. Yeah, you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're the right. Their reverence for it is the same that you and I would have doing it. We just don't have the talent
0: to do it, <laughs> but they do. Got it. I'm extremely excited for these series. I am too. I can't wait for this. This I'm going might be th- the first comic book movie or comic book that i will going ever watch. I'm going to buy it or read it. Whatever. You, how do you call it? Read it. You I don't would. Know. Re- do you read a comic book? Do you read it? Yes. Do you watch it? What do you do? If you're like me, you uh-huh. read it and then you then you go back through. And you I'm just, gonna get slaughtered on Twitter for this. <laughs> no, statement. no,
1: uh, no. Everyone <laughs> How do comi- you read? Everybody a reads comic, comic books book. differently, you know. Okay. Uh, but the way I read them is, I go through it. I read the story and stuff like that. I read the dialogue that's that's written out there. And then I get to the end, and then I flip back through, and then I go back through, and I appreciate the art and stuff like that.
0: But you do it s- art at the same time, so you just sort of like meander through the page with I'm the looking, stories I'm the looking photos at the,
1: right i'm usually looking at you the get art. the
0: story just and then you just kind of sprinkle through the photo um art design and and enjoy that exactly yeah, yeah. exactly yeah in detail yeah
1: yeah exactly cool yeah. Like especially if there's like a sense. big splash page or something like that, like I may have read through it, uh, and, and and I may have like been like, man, that's that's really cool, and I might go back and I might look at, it. I might look at more of the details in the art that's mm. like really makes it cool. And I think for something like '89 Batman, where there's going to be probably a lot of like in-universe gags and stuff, possibly in the background, little Easter eggs and stuff. I might have more fun going back. I, through I the would art think so.
0: So yeah,
1: uh, I really look forward to this. Uh, it's not often we talk about comic books cool. on the show, but I'm a big comic book nerd, big comic book fan. So I I really do look forward to this. I just love batman 89 coming back in twofold now keaton possibly coming back in in the flash movie and now here with this and next news story (laughs) all right jay final news story and i just want to do like a brief hot take on this if you will apparently ryan johnson has done an interview with arthur soraya wilson in which he said no i'm still making a trilogy of star wars films that's still on the table." Liar. Yep. Um, yeah She and, and she she cool. she, she tweeted <laughs> out. I'm just gonna post this now because I can see that I'm going to get a lot of requests for this. Yes, Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy is still on. No dates or timeline because he has other projects that are going on currently. But it is still happening. That is all I know about it. In all caps. And that's it. She did an interview with him, and that's apparently all she knows. And Ryan Johnson has said that his Star Wars trilogy is still a go. Now for my hot take Ryan Johnson made the best film in the sequel trilogy. There, I said it.
0: Amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong.
1: I know Star Wars fans. Want to take hot takes on that, and, or, or, or or want to take that, and they want to ram my face into the ground, drag it across the concrete, going sixty miles an hour, you know, stripping the flesh from my face and destroying me and killing me.
0: They do. A lot of people do.
1: A lot of people hate that movie because it ruined Luke Skywalker. It destroyed that character. Here's the thing: Luke Skywalker went from farm boy to Jedi Knight in a blink of a fucking eye. Motherfucker didn't know what failure felt like. Motherfucker gets a taste of failure. And he suddenly, he becomes a grown-ass man. And you know how I deal with failure? I go, and I hide, and I drink. (laughs) (laughs) So when I saw Luke Skywalker getting a taste of failure, and he goes to a remote planet to be alone and to drink green milk from some weird fucking Mm -hmm. space seal, (laughs) I go, yeah, fucking A. I can relate. (laughs) Fucking A. That's what I would fucking do.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I can relate.
1: Yeah. But I mean, when I watched that and I was just like why, like, why does a hero have to be a hero forever? When the old saying is that a hero is made in, in, in moments, one to two moments. That's what makes a hero making that decision to do something in that moment. And, and Luke Skywalker did that. Why is he held up to the standard to be a hero the entire
0: rest of his fucking life? <sighs>
1: why does he? Why, why does he have to be flawless?
0: It's such a conversation. I like the I idea
1: that my main that my main character was flawed. I have plenty of problems with the sequel trilogy. Don't get me wrong. Plenty of problems with Ray. Plenty of problems with Kylo. Plenty of problems with how they treated the character of Finn. Uh, you know how they treated the character of Poe. I think that there was rewrites out of rewrites out of rewrites. And my problem is with Rise of Skywalker. More so than it is with any other film in this in this series. Right. Uh, but in the end, like I look at Luke Skywalker and him feeling failure for the first time in his life and taking it extremely hard. And I go like, yeah, failure is fucking hard. And we fall and we stumble. But in the end, Luke Skywalker didn't turn his back on everything and say, no, that's not who I am anymore. Go fucking fix it yourself, Ray. He fucking did what he had to do. And he showed up for the final battle. And he, he didn't. And he sacrificed himself for the ultimate cause. And he became the hero again.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think what's harder than stepping up and being the hero once is fucking doing it again after you failed so fucking hard. That's why I fucking love that movie. But also, I love that movie because that movie does such a fantastic job of taking everything that Star Wars has done and it does tear it down to to its core. But it doesn't rip its core out. And then it tries to rebuild it on, on that core. And it ends with the little fucking broom boy, man.
0: Little fucking broom I know. boy. I was going to bring that up. And I it's such a passing boy. of the
1: torch of, of not just uh, of, of not just that story, of not just the power of the Force, but also the power of that fandom where you're passing it on to the next fucking generation. It was perfect. It was a so perfect So as ending. someone who's a father who mm. has children to pass this on to, I watch The Last Skywalker and I go, fucking A because it doesn't have to be my star wars for fucking ever. At some point, it's going to be their star wars. And I can either take the ride with it, like Ryan Johnson wanted me to do, or I can jump the fuck off and I can take the social media and I can tear it down for fucking ever. And I decided to 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 punch my ticket and take the ride with it instead of hating it. I don't love, you know, I I don't love the last year. You don't Jedi. love everything
0: ab- about, about it. About
1: it. But I do respect at least what was trying to be done. I agree, and I want to see what Ryan Johnson. And I agree with that. St- just like I wanted to see what I, no, I. I. I don't love everything Zack Snyder's done, but I'm still curious to see what he's going to bring to his own Justice League. Even though I'm still convinced it's going to be the same story, not a whole lot. It's going to be different, right? And that's true. I still want to see what Ryan Johnson can bring to this universe.
0: Exactly, and that's why I think. what really, you know, I rant think a over. lot of people, even if you didn't like this his film.
1: Rant over. Take the social media. Fucking shit on me all you want. At Super Movie pod on Twitter. SMB Dave on fucking Instagram. Shit in my fucking mouth. I don't fucking care. I'll eat it up. I'll spit it right back in your mouth. Mm. <laughs> that is disgusting. Give it to me now.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, it got dark. You would. We went there. We went there. <laughs> You've, you've been long overdue for this too. But are you? But would you watch a Ryan Johnson trilogy? A hundred percent more I, than probably more than anybody who directed. Well, it was only JJ. Um, right? Do you want to see a JJ Abrams hell trilogy?
1: No, no, no I no. don't either.
0: I know exactly what it would be.
1: I don't would either. have watched a Colin Trevorrow one where where you know he. I would have seen any of them. I would have seen Colin Trevorrow's version of seeing, it. I liked his um, version from what I read from his script. Seeing Favreau, love it. He's doing a great job. Favreau wouldn't touch Star Wars with a 10-foot pole
0: unless it was Mandalorian. He's doing Mandalorian Star Wars to me. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I'm excited for it. I like it. I like it. I hope it's true. I like it a
0: lot. I hope it's true. I also... Because I think Ryan Johnson's a genius. Also, Ryan
1: Johnson is very well known for trolling fans of Star Wars at this point because they've been so hot on him that he likes to troll fans. I wouldn't put it past him to say this just to see what fucking heat he gets back for it. And this may not be true at all.
0: Maybe. Maybe. I mean, The Greatest Revenge was making a great film after that Time's out. (laughs) Time's out, right. This is
1: great. You know, when everyone's like, you're a fucking hack. And he goes, yeah, well, you like this shit, don't you? And people are like, well, kind of. And it's like, no, you do. Shut up. You do. (laughs) Because I did. (laughs) All right. So that's going to do it for Superman Brothers this week. If you want to respond to anything that we said during this episode... (laughs) If you really want to smash my face into the curb uh, because I like The Last Jedi more than any other of the sequel trilogy, then that's fine. But don't get me wrong. When we talk about the sequel trilogy as a whole, I'm probably right there with you. We probably all feel the same. So don't hate me for like a one movie over the other. Just agree with me that the whole sequel trilogy was a travesty. And, and, and it's going to get better from here when Dave Filoni erases it with the... Uh, With the Ahsoka series and the World Between Worlds. I got to get my own Star Wars show, is what it comes down to.
0: It does. Yeah, it does. I got to do it. I got
1: to see if some other age of
0: radio. Four or five years ago when you first started this one.
1: I want to see if other age of radio people want to get with me and do that. But. You can respond to us on social media. I am on Twitter at SuperMoviePod, and you can also catch me on Instagram, SMBDave, over there.
0: I am on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast, and also Twitter, J underscore SMB, and Instagram super movie bros
1: and then of course if you want to catch any of the pre-roll content that me and jay do or the exclusive top fives or any of the exclusive content that we put up over on our patreon page then you want to head over to patreon.com slash super movie bros podcast there for just one dollar you can get all the additional content that we put up over there then of course we are part of a network we are part of the age of radio podcasting network so make sure that you head over to age of slash super movie bros there you can get all of our most recent episodes that will be there handily for you in a nice little web player. Mm-hmm. Or you can check out any of the other shows that are part of the Age of Radio Podcasting Network. I want to thank all of you guys for listening. Have a great
0: one. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.